Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic offers what I think is an unpleasant, yet I think realistic view of Americans' retirement readiness. Americans' preparation for retirement is sort of like the picture of Dorian Gray, progressively fading as revealed by each new academic study and Fed survey. Now, a new report strikes me as a particularly good snapshot of the state of retirement savings because it comes from Vanguard, which manages enormous chunk of it. U.S. defined contribution plan assets, that is 401k plans and the like, amount to $7.5 trillion in assets, and Vanguard manages $1.4 trillion of that. That means that the data on which its How America Saves report is based derives from its 5 million plan participants, which is not a small sample size. Because the report is 121 pages and I plan to keep this podcast near my usual 5-minute target, I'll get straight to what I found to be the most telling part, which is that participants who have made it to a retirement age, that is 65 years or older, have amassed just $58,000. This 121-page report has got a zillion numbers in it, but that's the one I found to be our most significant takeaway. If you see any media reports with a figure of $193,000, that is also correct, but that is the average, whereas $58,000 is the median. But averages are highly skewed by a small percentage of savers with high account balances, so it's really the median number that indicates what your average American's retirement balance may look like at age 65. Since a large number of Americans don't even have a defined contribution account, I think it is safe to say that Vanguard's numbers exceed the overall figure for Americans. My second takeaway is the fact that the gap in average and median numbers is so large. I gave you figures for 65-year-olds. Across all age groups, the gap is just as enormous. The average plan participant has $92,000 in a Vanguard retirement plan, whereas the median figure is just $22,000. What this tells me is the growing inequality in wealth we've all read about is already quite pronounced. My third takeaway is one most people are not apt to comment on, and I admit that statistically it appears insignificant, but it bothers me, so I'm sharing my concern with you. It concerns plan withdrawals, that is people cracking open these tax-favored retirement accounts prematurely. Vanguard reports just 1% withdrew assets, and only one-fifth of them for demonstrated hardships. Most of those withdrawing funds took the money in cash, 93%, versus the 6% who rolled over the money, and on average they took out 20% of their savings. But what really bothered me was that their median age was 53. If we were talking about 33-year-olds, I'd console myself that these were people going through job changes in the early stages of their career. But 53 is an age which in the past at least represented financial stability. Today we have less of that, despite what is considered a strong economy. Beyond all the numbers, what is the economic rationale for this unimpressive picture of retirement readiness, one in which those 65 and older have saved $58,000, where the wealth gap is wide, and where a small number are rating their retirement accounts mainly for non-hardship reasons but at advanced ages? 
For the answer to this, I commend to your attention a recent article on Seeking Alpha by Roger Salis, who explains the increasing fragility of the middle class in the U.S. and other developed societies. You can read it yourself, but I'll note one point he makes that I think is highly significant and helps me end on a constructive point for advisors trying to understand this problem and help clients. I quote, Much of the current middle class is something of a chimera. It exists hand-to-mouth in a desperate attempt to maintain the lifestyle it was born into, even though doing so leaves them with few options in their golden years. Salus includes a lot of data to back up this point, and I think he's basically got it right. People are trying to maintain a standard of living that seemed normal to them growing up, but which is unavailable currently, given their incomes and expenses. For that reason, advisors should discuss with clients how they'd like to distribute their earnings over their lifetimes. Will Social Security plus $58,000 and hopefully a paid-off house work for them? If not, it'd be worthwhile to make a plan that balances out their pre- and post-retirement standard of living. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.